This is Creative Wisdom. I'm your host, Matthew Collins. Thank you so much for tuning in. I've got a great episode for you. But before we get into that, I want to check in with you. I hope that your week is off to a fantastic start. I hope that whatever creative pursuits, passions, projects, writing, what have you, I hope whatever you're pursuing, I hope that it is going gangbusters for you. I hope you're finding those. You're, I hope you're finding those little bursts of creativity and putting them to good use. Or if you haven't started yet, you say that this week is the week that you're going to start. That's what I hope. Because, you know, that's the biggest and most difficult thing a lot of time is it's just starting. I know I get bogged down in that, in that, um, that planning phase that I like to call it. It's like the honeymoon phase of a relationship. I get, I get all these great ideas. I start piecing them together or I have a, like I have a, or I have like two different ideas and I kind of merge them and they somehow work. And then it just starts creating these, um, little explosions in my brain and I get so hyped about it. And then, then it comes down to sit down and put pen to paper or fingers to keys or mouth to a microphone. And that little gremlin in the back of my head starts chirping, starts saying, well, nobody's going to listen. Nobody's going to read it. You're wasting your time. Imposter syndrome starts creeping in. And I, and I kind of start second guessing myself and, um, then I kind of bog myself down and then I convince myself it's just easier to give up and not pursue it. And then I end up, and then I stay safe because, you know, we're human, we're all biological. So it's just, it's biologically proven that we like to, you know, stay safe because, you know, you don't have to fail because failure means that people will probably judge you, which is not the case. Um, and so it's easier not to fail if you don't try. And so then you get stuck in this bog down and then it becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy of things. And I just hope that, you know, maybe with these episodes or you saw something out there that, you know, you start putting those, those steps forward to get that project out there. And, and I hope that, you know, if it does get out there, I hope that it goes so well. Um, but if it doesn't, it's not the end of the world. Guess what? You gained insight, you gained experience and you, and you move on to the next one. Um, and that was the main motivation for this episode, because I want to talk about not giving up. So many times I've seen, I've had conversations with people, um, whether it's, you know, people that I'm in the industry with, or I talked to people I went to college with and, you know, they just, they gave up and they didn't pursue things. And, um, I'm hoping if you're on that, on that brink of just giving up that, you know what, you listen to this and, um, you give it another shot because you're only doing yourself a disservice if you give up. Um, and you're doing a disservice to the world by not letting your creativity flourish and be a part of the world. Um, and so that's what I wanted to talk about because there's been many times that I've wanted to give up and I wanted to share a little bit of piece of my journey. I've kind of talked about it a little bit in the episodes before this, but you know, there were, there were moments in my journey where, you know what, I was like, I was about to just pack it up. I was going to just pack up, go back home. Cause if you, I don't know if I've talked about it, but originally I'm from Kentucky. So I'm from a very small town in Kentucky. Um, and if you, and so after college, I, you know, I worked at a restaurant job and saved up as much money as I could for a couple of years because I didn't want to, 
struggle whenever I got to Chicago. And so finally made that move, came up to Chicago, um, started doing Second City classes and auditioning for plays and, you know, we ended up getting an agent and then that led to, you know, a um, couple episodes on Chicago Med and Chicago Fire and then a little bit bigger theaters and, you know, everything was going up. The trajectory was going well. There were peaks and valleys within that, but you could see where the where the trajectory was going and then boom, COVID hit. And like everything stopped as you are well aware of. So there was this transition from in-person auditions to at-home auditions, which I'm still struggling with the um, fabric of that because I am a perfectionist. I want it to be perfect, and that way I can, in my mind, I can settle with, if I don't get it, it's perfect in my vision, and something else went, was the reason why. So I, I tend to, on an, filming an audition, I tend to give myself about 30 to 40 takes thinking that they're all different and then I go back and I watch it and then I'm like these are all the damn same I didn't do anything different and so I just kind of spun my wheels chasing perfection a lot of times when you know it was there all along and so I say that because um in COVID you know I wasn't seeing as I I was putting out auditions that I wasn't fully happy with I was just recording them and at the time I was with um an ex-partner of mine and she wasn't in she's not in the industry so it was like I had her recording and I always kind of was in the back of my head being like is she judging me on my performance and you know she's upset that I'm wanting to do this for the 14th 15th time and it just I kind of got in my head and so then auditions started to kind of slipped down and I was like putting all this pressure on myself and, and, um, really like projecting like these insecurities that I was having, I was projecting them onto her and the situation in general of recording at home instead of just focusing on the work. And so then it gave me a convenient excuse of being like, well, I'm just not good. I'm not good at auditioning at home. That's the reason why I'm not getting anything. So then it kind of played into my victim mentality that I discovered that I had after I went to therapy. Um, and so then it just started a snowball effect of, you know what, like I'm not getting cast. I'm not even getting callbacks. I'm not getting, you know, I'm not getting a check available. And if you don't know what check available is, is as you're going through the audition process, um, as you're going along, if you get a check avail, that means that the casting director and everything is checking your availability and kind of putting you, you know, means you're in the top like one, two, um, persons for the, uh, for the project. So that's a good thing. And so I wasn't getting any of those. And so then it just started turning into a snowball effect. Like I said, of just being like, you know what, I'm not going to get this anyway. So I started putting out half, half assed auditions and it just kind of started becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy. And yeah, I just totally got out of whack and it started to take a toll on my mental health. And then and then things continued to spiral. Um, where I'm saying, where I'm going with that is, as that spiral started to go get, you know, deeper and deeper, um, I had I had a real existential crisis of, you know, I wasn't 
um, enjoying auditions. I wasn't wanting to kind of pursue anything. My passion started to deflate and that just kind of started to carry over into the relationship and um, relationships that I had with people. And I just became like a shell of myself. And it got to a point where I wanted to give up. I wanted to just not move forward at all. I wanted to just stay in the same place and whatever I accomplished, that's what I accomplished and that's it. And I got into therapy and I started talking about things and even my therapist was like, maybe you should give up. And I think she was testing me. I hope that she was testing me because, and I've talked about this and I remember I talked about it in the episode with my friend, Justin Pennington. That really hit me like a, like a, um, like a punch to the stomach. It was this thing that I was so passionate about and so eager to pursue when I was in like my young twenties and had that fire in my belly. It's like, where the hell did it go? And then now I just to give it up after everything that I sacrificed and all that hard work and, you know, moving, you know, you know, however many miles away from my hometown to pursue this. And, you know, and it kind of felt like I was, um, I was kind of doing a disservice not only to myself, but, you know, all the sacrifices that my mom and dad made to, to, you know, work an extra job to put uh, food on the table and give me the opportunity to do this. And so all this started to flash within my mind and then it was just like, no, Matt, you're doing a disservice to yourself. What are you here on this earth to do? And I had, and I sat down with myself and I had a real heart to heart with myself. And I said, my, my goal on this planet is not to sit behind a, a desk and, you know, do a nine to five job. That's not why I'm here. My, my, I have other ideals. I have other I have other goals for myself and it's not that. And so when she said, maybe you should quit, it kind of just, it jarred me out of that, that negative state that I was in. And I said, you know what? We're going to really pursue this. And, you know, the next year did some auditions, got pretty far in some things. I got a couple of check avails, so I was feeling good. And then, you know, long story short, you know, then there was a writer's strike and actor strike, and hopefully we're on the other end of that soon. Um, but that's just another excuse. But I'm so glad that I did not quit is what I'm trying to get at. Um, had I quit, I think that I would, you know, I'd be, like I said, I'd be doing a disservice to myself in depriving the world of what I could create and bring into it. Um, and I hope that, you know, if you are struggling, if you're on that brink of, of quitting that I hope that you're able to maybe listen to this or see a piece of, um, art, listen to some music or what have you, and just, you know, regain that spark because the world needs your creativity. It needs it more than ever because you know, I'm not going to get into a political or so like, you know, any kind of debate like that, but we can all agree that the world is needing some new voices and new perspectives and, you know, love and it, it needs 
whatever creativity we can bring into it right now. And you, I hope that this episode or what have you will help you bring that into the world. And another reason why I wanted to do this episode is because not only did I want to detail more of my journey, but also I just saw a video recently that um, just absolutely hit me like a lightning bolt. It was, it, it just, it gave me such a spark, pun intended. Um, it juiced me up and I, I'm sure you've seen it. I'm not sure when this episode, I'm going to put it out. So it, this happened a couple days ago, but it was, a it was an acceptance speech at the CMAs for best new artist. And the artist who won his name is, is, uh, is Jelly Roll. And, um, he gave arguably I'll say it, the best acceptance speech that I've ever seen. Uh, I saw a different rendition of it to where they put like organ, like church music behind him. And it's so fitting because he got up there and was preaching. And the reason why I wanted to emphasize it was because he won best new artist at 39 years old. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to say that again. He won best new artist at the CMAs at 39 years old. Most of the time, you know, if you look at the statistics of that award, most of the time it's somebody who's in their early 20s, uh, maybe mid-20s, just coming into, like, the music industry. That's typically how that that award skews, skews younger. That's just, you know, that's just how it is. And so to have someone who is, you know, on the precipice of 40 years old where a lot of people are like, oh, over the hill, you're on the downslope, life is done you have somebody that is boom best new artist coming into it and his acceptance speech was so uplifting inspiring that i wanted to share a piece of it with you right now and i've also posted this to the uh the instagram and facebook pages but here it is i want to tell you success is on the other side i want to tell you it's going to be okay i want to tell you that the windshield is bigger than the rearview mirror for a reason because what's in front of you is so much more important than what's behind you. Man, it, it, reading it right now, it's giving me goosebumps again, but he gives it in such an impassioned way. But it's so true. And I'm not going to detail a lot of Jelly Roll's um, story because he's been very open about it, and you can go and research that. But essentially, it's like if he, he, he didn't let the circumstances of his past dictate his future. There were moments where, you know, his life could have went many different directions and many of those directions were not good based on his trajectory. Um, But instead, he said, you know what? That's not going to define me. I'm not going to let those mistakes. I'm not going to let those decisions. I'm not going to make those whatever happened in the rearview mirror dictate what's in front of me. And so he took ownership of it, started applying himself, and now look at him. Best new artist at 39. And I hope that you're, he's such a great inspirational figure. And I hope that you go and check out his music and check out his story because it's really, really amazing. Um, and it should serve as a lesson to anyone who's, you know, listening to him or if you're listening to this, that age, that's just a number. doesn't matter. Um, so many times people get bogged down with, oh, I have to do this by a certain age and 
if I don't have this by a certain age, then I'm never going to get it. And it's like, ah, that's, that's just, that's just not right. It's not true. Um, because your journey, there's only person that's dictating your journey is you. Age doesn't dictate it. You know, so many times, like, especially in the business that I'm in acting and everything like that, it's just like, it's a young person's game. And once you get to a certain age, it's over. And it's, it's, it's bullshit, to be honest. I, and it's so difficult seeing someone that I know and what have you, or having a conversation and saying, you know, and they're just like, yep, I'm, uh, time has passed me by. And, and I'm not going to lie. I've had that. I've had those existential crises where I'm like, you know, I look in the mirror and I'm like, Jesus, I'm 37. What the hell am I doing? Um, so, you know, sometimes you feel as if that, that ship is sailed and you're just like running to the dock and no, nope, missed it. And it's like, no, you just missed that one. Catch the next one. And a lot of times I, I get bogged down and looking in the rear view and being like, I should have done this, or maybe I shouldn't have stayed. Maybe I should have moved. And I, I've gotten to a point now where it's like, you know what? That happened. It's in the past. There's nothing I can do about it. We can't time travel. Trust me. If everybody could time travel, they would. And this world would be a whole lot different. And so past is the past. It's back there. It's what is in front of you. That's important. And this quote and that, and that, acceptance speech was just something I needed to hear because I put out this podcast and, um, you know, I was explaining the concept to people and a lot of people were just like, yeah, yeah. They gave me the dead eyes. And, yeah. That sounds great. Good luck with that. And it's like, uh, and I'm projecting like my insecurities on them and what have you. And it's just, I'm, it's so easy to get lost in reflecting in the past and, you know, that, that quote is so true It's why the windshield is bigger than the rear view. It's, you gotta, you gotta keep focused on what's in front of you. Um, but yeah, that was, that was that, that whole th quote, that whole video was the reason why I wanted to talk about not giving up. Um, and because like I said, I've had so many peers and uh, colleagues and, you know, people that just, they give up. Um, and if I can stop someone from giving up and persevering, um, then this is all worth it. And so that leads me to my next point of kind of dictating and seeing like why not giving up is so, um, is so crucial for achieving success. And what are you pursuing? Not only just creative pursuits, but also personal growth. You know, um, it takes a resilient person to not give up because it's easy to quit. You know, there's been many times and I like to run. Um, there are many times where I set myself and I'm like, okay, my goal is to run this however long. And then there's sometimes where, you know, I get like a quarter of the way. And I'm just like, my mind starts going off. It's like, what are you doing? We could be sitting on the couch. We could be, you know, doing a lot of other things that we're enjoying and not working this hard. You know, it's easy to, and then you kind of have to battle your mind. Um, because it's, it's, that's so hard to do because, and I read a book 
a lot of people um, know about his journey, but David Goggins, his uh, book, Can't Hurt Me, man, he, if you read that, he, he goes to battle with his mind to where it's like, you know what, it won't control him. He won't let it dictate and let him quit. Um, and, you know, some people read it and it's like, this guy's a little too intense for me. Me personally, Manza is amazing. Um, but that's, it's so true though. You have to be resilient. You have to build that perseverance because um, it builds up resilience and it allows you to bounce back from setbacks. It, um, because we're all going to have setbacks along this journey. You're going to put something out there. It's not going to be well received or, you know, you put something, you write a book and then, you know, it doesn't get published or recently, this is a big trend in Hollywood. It's like, you go out, you make a whole movie, it's ready to be released. And then the studio cans it. Um, so there's going to be setbacks. There's going to be things that just, you know what, the journey is not going to be perfect. And so being resilient, being able to kind of persevere through adversity is so important because you'll, you're gonna, it's going to help strengthen your mental resilience. And I talk about this all the time as well. So not only are you going to have to build resilience, you're going to have to learn from the opportunity. And I talk about this so much with failure. You got to learn from it because if you're not learning from it, then you're failing. And so every failure or setback is a chance to learn. And not giving up means embracing these opportunities to gain insights and grow from them. And so that is so important is not, not giving up is embracing the fact of, you know, what the next opportunity is, is on that horizon. Just because this one ended does not mean that that's, that's the end of it. You gotta have to, there's a thing that Tony Robbins says, and I'm a big Tony Robbins fan. Um, he had somebody come up on stage and I forget the circumstances, but essentially they were trying to achieve a goal and they were like, well, I tried everything. And then Tony was like, but did you try this? No. Did you try this? It's like, no, I didn't. Did you try this? It's like, no. And he's like, well, then you didn't try everything. So from that, it's, you know what? This avenue didn't work. Try this. That avenue doesn't work. Well, then try that. As long as we keep trying, then we're succeeding. And so that goes into success often follows failure. So many successful people have faced multiple rejections or failures before really re achieving their goals. Um, I think I've said it, but there's also an example of Thomas Edison. There's like so many like failures that led to him inventing the light bulb. If he just stopped after one or two and was like, but this is impossible, we wouldn't have that. So you have to continue. And then not only with each failure that he had, he didn't just take it, scrap it. He made sure to learn from it and apply it to the next thing. And so that's what I'm hoping with you. If you release a screenplay and the first time somebody reads it, they absolutely dog it, that's fine. You know, it hurts. It sucks because, you know, you're probably attached to it. You know, it's a little creative baby that you've put out into the world and somebody, you know, shits on it. But you know what? You take what they say and you go, okay. Let's, how can we make it better? And then you go to work and you make it better. And so that leads to the next point that I'm trying to make is 
setting an example. So when you persist through difficulties, you set an example for others, inspiring them to do the same. So your determination can positively impact those around you. So that's what I'm hoping with this podcast is like, I'm hoping that I'm setting an example that I'm able to put something out there and then that inspires you to put something out there. And then somebody, you know, they see you putting something out and then they put it and it just becomes like a pay it forward, like chain of events. Um, cause that's the biggest thing is like people in your life are going to sit there. They're not judging you. I don't want you to sit there and think, well, God, they're going to judge me if I fail. And because that keeps us from pursuing anything is just that you're projecting that out there. Um, but just seeing you persevering and having that resilience of, you know what? Wow. He, he's, he's, he's putting it out there. That's, that's so awesome. And then they kind of learn from that. That's, 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 that's a huge thing. And then while you're doing that, you're going to have such like self-discovery and, you know, you're going to begin to, you know, see your true strengths and capabilities by, by not, by not quitting. And, you know, you may get down the road and you may surprise yourself with what you're capable of when you persist. Um, but it's hard. I'm not going to say it's easy. I mean, I read a book about creativity and essentially it came down to just do it, just create. But it's so difficult because, you know, you, you have to, you have to build that perseverance. You have to build up that you know mindset and everything, um, to be able to get to that point. And so I'm hoping that along that journey, you're just like, you know what, this is, this is it. And then when that happens, that accomplishments that you do have, you can get some satisfaction from it because when you overcome those obstacles, when you persist and you continue to persevere and you move forward, that's so reward rewarding because then you're starting to get on the other side of it by staying, by quitting and staying in the same spot, you're just going to get further down the road and just be like, well, I should have. And it's this thing that I talk about all the time that my therapist and I talk about is shooting all over yourself. Oh, I should have done this. I should have said that. I should have should, 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 should. And guess what? You're in this whole pile of should and you're not moving forward. And so after you have some, I hope that after you have some accomplishments and success, satisfaction, success, you take a step back and then you also have to refine your goals. So perseverance allows you to refine and clarify your goals. Through the process of not giving up, you might discover new perspectives and better paths to achieve your objectives. That's another aspect of why this podcast is here is, you know, you may be, you know, butting your head against a wall and you're just not able to figure it out. And maybe you listen to an episode and it's somebody else that's kind of in that same realm or even pursuing the same thing as you, if you can see how they maybe circumnavigated a wall and got to their goal, you were, maybe it's something you didn't envision and you're like, you know what? Great. Boom. And then apply it. Um, cause that's the thing you can't, that's the definition of insanity, I guess, is like doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. I mean, that's, that's kind of like how it is with pursuing your passions and your creative pursuits. If you continue to write the same scene the same way, and every time you let somebody read it, they're like, yeah, it still sucks. Like you're not, you're not improving. Um, and so that's the biggest thing is just refine those goals 
if you reach some success or even if it's just continue to fail because even if you do get success that that's only going to get you so far eventually you're going to have to pivot because it's going to you're going to hit a wall with that and my biggest that's the thing that I'm wanting you to get from it is like even if you're getting success you hit that wall don't give up because there's something past that or even if you're not starting and you stumble out the gate and you hit a wall get around it it's you can you can keep going because that is not the end goal is the end goal is to reach a goal but it's not reaching it is not the end of the journey because as we're going along through this there's so much personal growth that is happening by persisting by doing those self discoveries and reframing failure and you know you're just going to put yourself in such a happier and healthier state of mind by doing that. And so the personal growth is going to happen. It's going to start trickling down to your projects, your relationships, your everyday life, because you're, you're out of this funk essentially. Um, so the journey, it fosters personal growth. The perseverance and endurance developed during the process are invaluable in my opinion. And so as we're going along this journey, you also have to be, you have to be adaptable. And so that kind of goes back to the refinement of the goals and getting past the walls. Like you have to be adaptable um, because there's every day you're going to be faced with new obstacles. Like a couple weeks ago, I was supposed to record a podcast and my guest couldn't be on and, or I've asked a few people and they, you know, haven't got back to me. And it's like, you have to be adaptable. It's one of the main reasons why all of a sudden I discovered, you know, maybe I don't have to interview everybody for, you know, the podcast. I can kind of just go on, talk about some things that are on my mind and, you know, and then talk to people. And it kind of, and it was like being adaptable right there helps me discover a new aspect of something that I had overlooked. So that could be something that's going on with your project or your pursuit, your passion. It's like, gosh, you keep looking at it in a certain way. Sometimes it's good to take a step back and work on something different for a little bit and then look at it with fresh eyes and maybe you'll see where you weren't able able to kind of navigate. Because being adaptable, even if in everyday life, is a vital skill. Um, And so one of the last points I wanted to make on this was you got to have a long-term vision. Um, Short-term is great because, you know, short terms leading up to a long term that's that's the goal because if you don't have an overall vision and you kind of start doing these short terms and then you kind of run out of runway so you want to have a long term vision you want to have something that you're pursuing and then kind of breaking it up over the course of something because you know sometimes we have lofty goals you know you want to write a um you know trilogy of you know fantasy novels that's that's a big undertaking so that's your overall goal so then you want to break that up and like have short-term goals well let's write a let's write a sentence let's write a paragraph let's write a chapter let's you know and then boom i want to write 10 chapters 20 chapters what have you and then boom then you have a book so then it's a part of the long-term vision because you got to maintain that vision because short-term failures they're not significant but they're also small steps to that 
larger journey is what I'm saying, because not all short-term things are going to succeed. And so you're going to have short-term failures. You're going to have short-term success, but that that's not going to stop you from, from gaining in stopping you from pursuing that long-term vision. Um, and so that's the, that's, that's a, that's a point that I'm hoping that I'm emphasizing here is have that long-term vision break it up. But if one of those short-term things fail, be adaptable, pivot to the next thing and continue to work towards that long-term goal. Because so many times I've, I have failed in, I get really gung-ho about something and I start in, I have a vision, but it's not a long-term vision. I'm like, you know what, this seems great. And then I I hit my first stumbling block and then I kind of throw everything by the wayside because I failed one time and it's like, well, that's it. No, idea is dead. And it's like, no, um, it's not dead. It's just pivot, be resilient, be adaptable, um, and go from that. So I'm going to go through this again. So resilience, learning opportunities, success often follows failure, be an example. Self-discovery, accomplishment, and satisfaction. Refine those goals in personal growth, adaptability, and long-term vision. And then the last point also that I want to kind of talk about is, you know, persistence doesn't mean sticking to a failing strategy or a goal. It means adjusting, learning, and you know, carrying on with determination towards your aspirations. So not giving up. So to kind of sum everything up, not giving up is more than just kind of not giving up and being stubborn. You got to be able to adapt. And if your strategy isn't working, pivot, find a new avenue. If that doesn't work, pivot, find a new one. Continue to try because guess what? As you're pivoting, and you're figuring this stuff out, you're kind of going up a ladder towards that goal. And then once you reach that goal, boom, and then continue to have. But it's so difficult. It's so easy to quit. It's so easy to listen to that voice in your head and say, stop, this is just your, your, you're pursuing something that is not even going to work or you're not ever going to attain, but don't listen to that voice. Don't listen to that inner voice. Don't listen to people that will tell you your dream is too unattainable or too big. Dream as big as you want, but have that work ethic and ability to adapt and keep going. And it's the journey's the journey is so difficult and it's going to change. It's going to shift as we've gone through. And I've talked to people on this podcast. It's like, I've seen so many times where, you know, the journey branches off and you have to take a right when you wanted to take a left, but guess what? Sometimes it circles back around. Sometimes it actually takes you to something that you didn't even think was possible. And you're like, you know what? I'm here. And this is actually a lot better than what I originally had in mind, but you're not going to see that if you give up. You're never going to see the fruits of your labor if you give up, pack it up, and don't pursue it. And so if you get anything from this, it's just continue to look in that windshield and not the rearview mirror. I hope, and I'm, I'm emphasizing, I'm hoping that 
Today is that day that you decide to pick up that pen or hit those, put those fingers to the keys and start. And when the things, when times get difficult, don't give up. It's okay. If it fails, it sucks. Sit in it for a moment. That's the one thing that I don't, that I've been trying to work on is if something sucks and, you know, I'm having a bad day, I sit in that emotion for a little bit. I feel it. I sit with it. And then it's like, okay, we move on. So sit in it. If it sucks, if something happens and it feels terrible, sit in it for a moment, feel that feeling, learn from it, and then continue to press on. Um, and I think that, you know, we're just building blocks here. Um, and so this is just one avenue is just not giving up, being persistent. And we're going to keep, we're going to get the, we're going to get to those goals. We're going to get to achievements. And, you know, I'm, I'm so happy and grateful that I, I'm in a position to where I can possibly help you along your journey. Um, so yeah, I'm going to leave it on that as far as not giving up. Um, I hope. I keep saying I hope. That's the thing. Is it's like I'm I'm so hopeful with this podcast that you know someone's getting something out of it. And if you are, please, I've got some social media's um, channels out there on Instagram, Facebook, and stuff like that. If you're if you if you're getting anything out of this, shoot me a message. I'll be happy to hear from you. Um, but until next week, until next time, I'm Matthew Collins, and this is Creative Wisdom. Stay creative.